0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: What is up and welcome to Believe in High School Basketball. I'm your host Bryce Ronquillo, so thankful, so grateful to be on air. Thank you for joining me believe in high school basketball is proud to be a part of the believe podcast network the number one podcast network for professionals and the number one network in los angeles for sports podcasts let's get it episode 17 coming your way but before we get to the show thank you to all my listeners for tuning into this show it is not possible to put this show on without you guys be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite streaming platform whatever you're listening to this show on right now whether it's apple spotify stitcher radio subscribe you will be notified whenever i drop a new pod also leave a review as well rate five stars help your boy out chikara tanaka he's my guest today the name may sound familiar If it is, that's because he is the top prospect out of Japan. He's playing in the States. Came over, played at IMG Academy, kind of made a big scene there. His first experience playing high-level ball in the States. Now he's at Veritas Prep playing here in SoCal for Coach George Zidane, and he balled out this year on the grind session, further proving why he's one of Asia's most exciting players. Great interview. We did have some technical difficulties, but still had a really good conversation. We touched a little bit on his journey, just coming over from Japan, adjusting to the game over here. But also, uh, we talked and and got a little bit into what it's like being a kid of mixed race in in Japanese culture. And, and how that is for him. So, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. But before we get to him, it happened, guys. The state reached a settlement with the Let Them Play lawyers. Let Them Play has been the organization that's been fighting from the beginning to try to get indoor and outdoor sports here in California. And now, under state guidelines, indoor sports can be played in counties with a less than 14 case rate per 100,000 people, which is mostly every county in the state right now, if not every single county. First of all, shout out to everyone out there doing what they got to do to get through this pandemic, being responsible, being safe, staying healthy, Building that immune system, all of that. Shout out to you. Second shout out goes to Let Them Play, Coach Ryan Moore from Moore Park High School and his team over at Let Them Play for all the work they did. Man, this is so awesome that this is happening. Third shout out. Goes to all the coaches. I know some of you from out of state listening, all the coaches who filled out that survey, filled out that data to track and give a better representation of what's going on around the country in states and counties, uh, different cities that are playing basketball and navigating how to play during a pandemic. So, shout out to you guys. I know that was a big part of getting California on board. So, Man, everyone gets a shout out today. This is a group effort and it's happening and I'm so excited. You guys should go check out my episode last week. I did have head coach Ryan Moore on my show. We talked, uh, this this was before the the settlement obviously, so we we kind of touched on what a season should look like if it were to get approved and so we talked about a lot of really good stuff on there. Go check it out. I'll be sure to give you guys more updates on indoor sports in California as we're getting closer to playing games. For the time being, a lot still needs to be settled at the, the league level, the school level. A lot still needs to be figured out. Football still needs to get their season going. And so one thing at a time here, but let's celebrate this. This is super awesome. We're getting basketball back in the Golden State. Super, super excited for that. Well, on that note, uh, we'll go into the interview, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Veritas point guard, Chikara Tanaka. You heard it in my intro. I'm here with Japan's number one prospect, Veritas point guard, Chikara Tanaka. How are you doing today, my man? I'm doing good, I'm
0: doing good. How about you?
1: i'm doing solid am i pronouncing your name correctly i i I hate it when people mispronounce names so i just got to check that with you is it chikara
0: yeah chikara
1: awesome awesome man um so chikara thank you thank you so much for coming on the show really excited to get this this thing going so here's the thing with me man i love japanese food all right, me and my wife like yeah. we're like obsessed with ramen and sushi. In fact, I had ramen last night, bro. Like I I it yeah. was it was yeah. it was bomb too. Um since you've been in the states, have you found any food like that compares to home or is it like is it the best over there and like we don't know what it we don't know what we're doing over here.
0: I mean, I I one of these spots that um my mom's friend works at or, like, kind of owns I guess. And that spot was actually pretty long. That's why it's pretty fire. But other than that, to be honest, I haven't really found a spot that's <laughs> like
1: Japan. Man, I bet, I bet. I, I had some friends that grew up in Japan, and they, they say the same thing. They're like, it doesn't compare. Like, there, there's, like, a couple good spots out here, but it's nothing like it is out there. Um. So yeah man, um you've uh you just you, you have you have a cool story, all right? You you've been through um a lot to say the least. Um and yeah. just to just a little recap of your your basketball journey the the past year and a half or so, um you you were playing in in Japan and you came over to Florida, you played at IMG uh for a season and then COVID kind of Hit. I played for two
0: two seasons.
1: Oh, it was two seasons. Got it. Okay. So you yeah. played so two years, two seasons at at IMG uh then COVID and you went back home. Um then you tried to go to Hawaii and then that kind of shut down and so now you're here in SoCal, Veritas Prep. Um what what is this journey taught you, man? Just just going through all that.
0: I mean, it just tell me a lot of things about basketball and like what I wanted to do with my life and during this process. So I think this these couple of past these couple of years have been um a pretty the best couple of years of my life to be honest.
1: That's cool, man. I'm 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 glad that even like through the trials, um and through all that, you can still say like you know what I learned a lot and um it's been for the benefit. Um I I've watched some of your film, saw some of your your IMG film, Veritas film and I, I got to say I really like your game. Uh you thrive in the fast pace, but what really impressed me is your on-ball defense, which is kind of funny because I was watching an old interview from you and you were saying that that your defense wasn't something that was always a a big part of your game. Yeah. So, uh what what changed that that made uh that made that shift or, or maybe like a you know what what clicked in you that made you realize that defense um was gonna be like a big part of your game?
0: Um before like the first year I got to IMG yeah. All these players every single day, every single practice, you know, it was just, um, it was tough. But once I realized, like, I don't know, I just realized um, defense was actually something that I could be good at and it was actually fun for me. So um, I guess my experience at IMG, have, have um, being able to guard those top prospects um, really helped me out on my defense, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'd imagine you you would have some battles in practice. Um, oh, man. <laughs> and then I'm sure by the time the games came around, it was easy to guard some guys that you were playing against.
0: No, that's what I told myself every day. Like, once I get him, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I guard the top prospects in the country every single day. Like, this dude is like, this dude has to be not, like nothing compared to, like, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and and you played with someone I I've uh, I've uh you know been around and and uh, really big fan of his game and, and Josh Green, um, because I I was with Josh, West Coast yeah. Elite, and uh, man, I'm so proud of Josh. You know he's killing it in the G League right now and getting some NBA time. Mm-hmm. How was he as a teammate?
0: Um, he was actually one of my closest teammates um, when he was at IMG. Um, he taught he taught me a lot, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's a really funny dude. Yeah. I really mess with him. Um. Yeah, dude's is really funny. Like, I'm not gonna lie, but yeah, actually, I think that my defense well, I had to
1: guard the most guess, during the practice. You were breaking up for a second there. What you say? You had to guard him most of the time in practice? Yeah, I
0: had to guard him most of the time in practice.
1: Yeah, that's... I mean, shoot, you're going to get better if you're... I don't know,
0: but... <laughs>
1: right, absolutely. Josh is someone I'm looking forward to seeing how his NBA career goes out. I think he's got a great fit playing for the Mavericks. Um he's in a great culture and uh I'm excited for what the future has for him. How how do you I mean what why do you think uh he just fits in so well in that in that in that game?
0: Yeah. I think I think he does. He fits in well. He's doing great. Um I just hope he keeps on the same path he's on right now.
1: As a point guard, you can tell like someone knows what they're doing. And, and they know how to run that position when they're able to magnify everyone else's game on the floor. Uh, Rashad Phillips, shout out to Rashad. Uh, he, he calls this magnetism. Think of like Chris Paul and like how every team he's played on, they've gotten better. Uh, we've seen that when he was with the Clippers, with uh, Oklahoma City, and then now with the Suns. I, I see some of that in your game that you, you elevate other other people's play. Where where does that, that come from for you? Um I guess for me it's just having fun with the game to be honest. Um
0: it's a team it's a teams game so like you have to be closer to your teammates the chemistry. Um I like seeing my teammates thrive as well so um I don't know i just I, I just guess it's just about having fun and the passion for the game that
1: um makes someone do that i guess when are you having the most fun out there any um
0: anytime to be honest the most time i'm having fun is when the games close those close games
1: mm-hmm.
0: are the most f- fun times for me
1: that's really cool man you know, I, I played for Coach George, um, so I know it's not the easiest thing in the world. Um, but, but what I've what I've learned and I've seen from the times that I've been around him is that he he brings the best out of guys. And what I think is so cool about your guys' squad is that your your team is full of guys who were underrated or slept on at some point. You know, you got you got Malik, who is, you know, received a lot of criticism, a lot of a uh, um, lot of doubters out there on his side. And he's, you know, going to play at the Pac-12, but USC uh, Marquis, who no one knew about um, at the <laughs> as far as like a, a high level D1 player. Now he's going to get he's getting uh, San Diego State offers uh Dan- Daniel, as well, someone I coached uh, when he was little um, and, you know, throwing you in there you're the, like I said earlier, you're one of the top prospects out of Japan. And then you come over here and you you're probably not receiving as much love as maybe you'd like. So uh, what, what is it, you know, about this Veritas squad that you think made it like a good fit for you uh, to come and join them?
0: Um, To be honest, it was, it was the only option that I had to just play and, I just wanted to play, so, um, I just heard that I was, I was available to be on the team in Cali, so, I just got a flight to Cali, came here, and started playing, and here I am.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there we go, man. Um, so, you know, you guys were playing in the grind session this year, um, you guys just, you know, lost a tough one in, in the playoffs, um. What what is uh in your mind, you know, as you're moving forward uh with your career, you know, what's kind of the next next step for you? Um
0: this get better and better and better every day, you know, just keep on working, keep on grinding, I guess. Um, um I guess focusing more on how to get my team out, W, W, Mm-hmm. as well as getting better yeah so both those things
1: yeah absolutely let's talk a little bit now about how, how you got into the game of basketball how how that how that happened because you know growing up in japan is that what kids are playing you know growing up
0: i had a weird child my son i was born in japan because my dad was in the navy So Mm -hmm. I was born in Japan. Then we moved to Hawaii for a few years, like three three years. When I was younger, like super young. I barely remember. And then we moved back to Japan. And I guess yeah, I guess you can say I grew up there most of my life. But to be honest, I was just around sports a lot. Um at first I liked skateboarding more than anything, to be honest. (laughs) who's your
1: favorite skateboarder right now or just all time who would you say is your favorite skateboarder I don't
0: know right now Naya Houston is really he's up there for sure (laughs) he's up there for sure um but um I guess basketball just, I guess after a friend invited me to start playing on this team um, in Japan after that, that's when I started, I guess. That's when everything started, when I was like in fourth or fifth grade, I guess.
1: And just from there, you were were hooked. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Uh, I saw a clip of when you were with the national team. Um, when you guys almost beat the Philippines, and you had a big fourth quarter, and you nearly brought your team to, uh, to victory that game. tell t- tell me a little bit about that game. What what came over you in that in that game, just to, uh, just make all those shots like that.
0: To me, that was a like to me personally, that was a very important game. Um, it was just a lot of. There was just a lot of hype to that game as well. And there was just a lot of um, things I had to prove to that game. And um, I re- it wasn't about me proving anything, to be honest. It was just about um, bringing the team to um, the World Cup. And if we won that game, it would have been in the World Cup. And... We're in the fourth quarter. We're down by what fourteen, thirteen. It's like what four or five minutes left, and I was just like, you know what, like, there's no like, I, there's no way we can lose this. So
1: like, I just locked in and um, did what I had to do. Yeah, man, you were going crazy, and you got a great look at the end too to 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 finish the game off, but uh, didn't always yeah. that one didn't fall your way, unfortunately. But um, but I I found that you know that mentality that, that you can tell you can tell you were just like you know what forget this, I'm gonna put the team on my back right here and we're gonna go win this game, and um, you know it's like that that Mamba mentality that people talk about where you just get into the zone. Um, is that something yeah. you you look you know you you actively kind of try to. To find, or does it just come like it just naturally just happens? Um, to be
0: honest, I don't, I, I I guess some people it naturally comes, some people it's taught. I mean, um, with me, I think it was kind of both because um. Once I got to IMG, that's that's where I really started to tap into my my, my um men, my mental state, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But before that, yes, I definitely had a I definitely had a mentality where like I wanted to always get better. I w- always wanted to be the best player on the team, always wanted to I always wanted more in basketball. So that was I guess that part of the mentality was always there.
1: So the, I'm I'm seeing, and I think this is a really cool, and I'm I'm excited, you know, kind of what the future holds because there are more and more players of Asian descent um, finding success in in basketball. You know, there's um, um, with the Raptors, uh, oh Utah Watanabe, like. He, I mean, he just yeah, got. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll pretend that you know he didn't just get yammed on by Anthony Edwards, but it's all right, you know. He's yeah. still he's still an up and coming guy. Anthony Edwards does yeah, that to yeah, a lot of guys, yeah. um, but man, that was filthy. Um, but he he's someone who's coming up. Um, now, when you when you saw that dunk, were you just like, ah, oh, man, I feel I feel bad for you to. I actually know him, know uh, him so like.
0: It kind of hurt me, <laughs> but then at the same time I was
1: like, "Hey, that's that's the league." Yep, know?
0: that's the league. Uh, I mean, that's Anthony Edwards right
1: there. Shoot, absolutely
0: that's what
1: he does so. <laughs> yeah, man, it's all good. It happens to, to the best of people out there, right? But but anyways, yeah. you, he's he's in the league. He's finding success. Uh, Rui Achimura, Um is also finding su- success with the Wizards, and you know those are just you know the Japanese players, and it's almost seventeen years since um, the the first player of Japanese descent played for the Suns. I believe his name was Yuta T- Tabuse. Tabuse, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, Tabuse, yeah. yeah, Tabuse, and he first played got on the floor with the Suns, and that was a crazy. Uh, moment because that was one of the most viewed games like <laughs> ever um, in like up until that point and um what's it like you know for you to see these players having success at at like the highest level
0: um it's definitely a motivation it's definitely um something that a lot I think a lot of people look up to now look forward to and um I'm glad that we um they're doing what they're doing they're successful because um um in Japan a lot of people just think like in like if anyone in Japan goes to the states it's like oh no way like not gonna play good all this all that because like they're scared I guess or something like that but now that, um, you see like and like, actually, yeah, Rory has to run, like, you know, they're, like, they're just doing their things out there, like, you know, mm-hmm. and you're showing them that you know, if you just put in the work, anything happens.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, here in the U.S., um... The issue of like race has really just kind of been on the forefront of things. And we get really caught up over here, you know, of what happens here in our in our country. You don't really realize what happens in other countries. And I I don't want to assume anything. But I know that, you know, when Rui was getting into the league, he was talking about, you know, because he's of mixed race and living in Japan. It was a it was it was an issue sometimes. And, And that was tough for him. Um, to be of mixed race. And I know uh, uh, Naomi Osaka, you know, she's even talked about that a little too, you know, being born in Japan, but then growing up in New York, um, but representing Japan and she's yeah. killing it on her level. So yeah. maybe you could speak into it a little yeah. bit on on your story and how that's kind of uh, played into your upbringing, your life.
0: yeah I definitely had definitely had those moments where um I didn't know where my my place was to be on it yeah I think it's it's just a lot of Japanese half American or half african American people in Japan it's kind of like everyone's kind of same like I guess they all go through the same things like especially athletes, oh my goodness,
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially with athletes. um. sometimes like when I was playing for the Japanese national team, I would get people telling me like, why are you even playing for them? like you're like half like you're half black, like you're not even for Japanese like how's that possible? Or, like <laughs> you didn't even like compared to them, you know like they tell me and I go you didn't even look Japanese. Like how are you able to play on a team or something like that? Something like that. And like that's wild, man. Once, was, yeah, but like that was just, you know, people would just talk, you know, that's just like people. So like, it is what it is. But the, yeah, there's definitely some obstacles, and I can't, I can't imagine, um, Brihatmara because, um, where um he was down more in the uh where. Mm-hmm. More, um, um, I guess half, half Japanese people. So, yeah, I yeah. would say yeah, I would definitely say lots with that.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you think um you know with the work though that like you know Rui has done to kind of bring that that issue you know up and talk about it even with Naomi Osaka? Um, do you think that's kind of they they've been inspirational for you know mixed race kids you know in Japan or, or even in Asia?
0: Yeah, it's been it, it's been a it's been a topic that I, I think um, some people it's been some people being has been have been talking about, and I think they definitely pushed it to a point where um, more. Have Japanese people have whatever, um, and pushed them to have more. I guess motivation. and guess more confidence.
1: Yeah, that's that's really great that that that's that shift is happening. I think that's really cool. Um, so, as we kind of as you wrap up your high school career, um, what what goals do you have as far as? Um, maybe college, national team, or or pro career. What what are you striving towards? Um, I'm just trying to just
0: become the best player I can be, the best player I can become, and um, get as far as I can get. You know, yeah, I have personal goals and just. Um, I guess just working every day, taking it day by day, and trying um, I what to do to um, achieve my dreams, my personal goals.
1: Yeah, Is that to play college here in the in the U.S. or um, national team. Like, what what what, what 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 are um, some of those?
0: It's professional basketball. You know, also like want to go to college as well, but
1: yeah awesome man well you you have the skills you have the work ethic um and you're you're in a good place so um be on the lookout and uh hope to see your journey and, and see just uh you continue to grow man thank you that'll do it for episode 17 thank you all for tuning in be sure to rate and leave a review subscribe if you like the show If you want more info about future shows or just want to interact with me, follow me on social at Bryce Broadcast on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to give Chikara a follow as well at Chikara Tanaka underscore on both IG and Twitter. Once again, thank you guys. And until next time.